who redeems your life from the pit. A pit can be several different things, can't it? As we look through the Bible, we see a lot of people winding up in literal pits. We see uh, Joseph being thrown into a pit. And we see uh, David uh, winding up in different figurative pits from time to time as his family comes against him, as there's rebellion against him, as his king tries to destroy him. There are uh, physical pits. There are situational pits. There are health pits. There are emotional pits. There are just all sorts of pits that we can wind up in, can't we? And uh, here David is remembering and he's reminding his soul to not forget, to focus on these benefits. Forget not these benefits who redeems your life from the pit. Whenever you uh, talk about not forgetting something, the way that you don't forget it is you keep it before you. You remember it. You remember it. And interestingly, this morning, we're going to be celebrating Holy Communion. And why are we doing that? Because Jesus told us every time we did this to remember him. He says, whenever you do this, remember me. Remember your Redeemer and remember what he did. And basically that's what David's saying. He knew that he had a Redeemer and God redeemed him from the pit. Job at one point, if anybody was ever in a pit in life, it was Job, wasn't it? My goodness, everything that could go wrong went wrong in Job's life, didn't it? I mean, he's one of those people, and I'm sure you've been there, where you're afraid to ask what else could go wrong because it'll happen before you even get it out of your mouth, right? We've all been there. And uh, yet in the midst of the pit of life that Job was in, what did he say by faith? I know that my Redeemer lives. Prophetically speaking of Jesus, Jesus is a Redeemer. He delivers us. He saves us from so many different kinds of pits. But the pit more than anything else refers to the grave and Hell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to remember where Jesus at the very end, one of the last things that he says, one of the last things that our Redeemer says is, and I hold the keys of hell and death. Our Redeemer, the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world, the one who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me, reiterates it now. By saying at the very end, uh, he says, I hold the keys to hell and death. And before that, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. There's no way to escape somehow coming before our Redeemer. 
And it is so wonderful. It's, this is the, one of the most wonderful things that we see uh, in the whole of the gospel is the fact that we have been redeemed from the pit of hell and death and all those things that are attached with that redemption. It is exciting to know this. As I was thinking about all this, I remembered an incident that happened several years ago. We had just moved to a new church that had one of the most wonderful parsonages in the whole of the Texas Annual Conference. It was a compound. I mean, there was the three-bedroom house, and then on the back side of a very large pool, there was a two-bedroom guest house, and it was all closed in. It was like uh, uh, so, just a little enclave there. Uh, uh, it was uh, just a really quite a, quite a place. And so it's the first morning I'm there. I'm just rejoicing to be in this beautiful place. And I look out over the pool in the backyard from the kitchen window. And I saw something moving in the pool. And so I went on outside and looked. And it was a pretty good, so a medium-sized black dog. It was part Labrador, you could tell. I don't know what else it was. But it was just enjoying, when I first saw it, it was just splashing around in that pool, just enjoying itself. Oh man, it was having a field day. And I thought, well, new kid on the block, I thought, well, I guess he comes over and takes his dip every morning. And so I waited for him to finish his swim. And then I saw he started swimming around the outside or around the perimeter of the pool. And then he started looking while he was swimming. And then he started looking worried while he was swimming. And then he started trying to reach up and grab hold and get out of the pool. And he couldn't get out of the pool. And so he kept swimming in this circle and stopping and trying to get out, trying to claw his way out. And he couldn't do it. And the next thing you know, he is frantically swimming in a circle around this, the outside edge of this pool, just going crazy, his eyes filled with terror because he knows he's going to die because he can't get out of this pool. What started out being a really wonderful thing to him that he was enjoying so much, all of a sudden had become a death trap that he couldn't escape from. So I went out to help him. And uh, I... I, whenever he was coming by, I knelt down and reached down to, and he snapped and snarled at me and just kept on going. And so I couldn't help him and I couldn't let him die. And I sure want to give a, get a, give a dog mouth to mouth. So what I did was I noticed we had a people hook, you know, rescue hook on a long pole. The next time he started scrambling, trying to get out, I was able to put that hook under his rump and help him, give him a boost. And he didn't mind that. And uh, he got out of the pool. And then I guess I expected him just to just try to say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Be my friend for life. Instead, he snarled and barked at me and ran off barking. Well, that's gratitude for you. But the thing that really struck me about that, first of all, two things. Number one, it's like sin. And we're born into a world of sin. And many times 
Sin seems like it's going to be a lot of fun when you first get into it. And then you wind up caught in it. You're trapped and you can't get out. There's no way that we can unstain our lives from the sin that's in it. There's no way that we can save ourselves from, uh, from death. And there's no way that we can save ourselves from what follows death if you're unsaved, and that is hell. And so we wind up trapped and we can't get out. Well, that's where he wound up. And many times we wind up just keeping on going and look at how many different types of sin wind up putting us in just running around in circles, trying to either make things better or, or just cope with things. And it winds up being a downward spiral. Look at alcohol. You can predict the course that someone that's addicted to alcohol is going to take. Look at drugs. It's always a downward spiral and you, it's very difficult to get out on your own. And some of the best programs to get out of those things are spiritual programs because the Lord helps us out of pits. And this is a pit that so many people get into. But all of sin is like this. And you see, we're all in recovery. We're all in recovery from sin. And we all have to come to that place where we have to admit that we're helpless and we can't do anything about the state that we're in. And we need a Savior. And that's why Jesus came. It dawned on me, looking back on this thing, that the thing, the reason why the dog was uh, uh, not wanting my help when I first came at it was because I was coming at it from the top and I was reaching down and there was the wrong angle and he didn't know what I was going to do to him. But it dawned on me that if I had stepped off into the water and stood there in the water and just let him swim till he got so tired he couldn't stand it anymore, he would probably come over to me because I would be the one solid thing that he could get hold of because the sides of the pool were so slippery. And I could probably have saved him then. Reminds me so much of what Jesus says to us. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest for your souls. Bless the Lord. O oh, my soul, bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, the Lord who redeems your life from the pit. Maybe you're in a pit. Maybe you found yourself in something that you can't get out of on your own. Maybe, yes, you've been saved. You've been redeemed and you know that you're his. But maybe something's just come up in your life now that's just beyond you. Well, those are the places where the Lord loves to help. And that's his, who he's saying, he's saying to you today. Come to me, you who labor and are heavy laden, loaded down with care, and I'll give you rest for your soul. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you this day for reminding us that you are a deliverer and that you uh, specialize and getting people out of tough spots 
and getting them out of just the pits of life. We know, Lord, that you tell us in your word that many are the trials of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Help us all to claim that in connection with our pits this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.